this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast 134 for December 11th, 2017. The website is klezmerpodcast.com, and you can write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. You can also find Klezmer Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I invite you to follow the Klezmer Podcast monthly playlist on Spotify. My guest on this episode of the podcast is Louisa Line, a Yiddish singer based in Sweden. Now, there aren't many Yiddish singers in Sweden, so I was excited to learn about Louisa and invite her to be on the program. She has a band with her also called uh, the Yiddish Compelia, and they have a new album called uh, Farblonjika Blondinka. I know I probably didn't say that correctly, but that's pretty close. Anyway, uh, they have a great sound of uh, klezmer and Yiddish music. And without uh, further delay, here's my interview with Louisa Line. This interview was recorded on October 23rd, 2017. Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast. I have uh, on the other end of my Skype today, Louisa Line from yes. uh, Sweden. Uh, good evening, Louisa. Good evening. Or should I perhaps say good morning? What time? <laughs> what time is it in LA right now? Uh, it's uh, a little bit past twelve o'clock in the afternoon ah, here. Ah, okay, nice. Well, yes, here over here it's evening, most definitely <laughs> evening and rainy and quite cold. <laughs> A lovely fall day in uh, in Sweden. Yeah, it's a, a typical fall day <laughs> in Sweden, I would say. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, we've been following each other for uh, at least the past couple of years or so, and uh, we've finally found a few moments to uh, to connect here on the on the Skype. So, yeah, very excited <laughs> to finally speak with you. And, uh, I'm very happy to be here, and sort of <laughs> that you asked me from the very beginning. I'm very happy to. Yeah, to to be on a podcast in L.A., that's great for us here in Sweden. <laughs> it's not every day. Yes, because uh, the only other group I know is the, the, the and I won't say it properly, the, the Flinde hmm? Bokrullen, right? Ah, Flygande Bokrullen, yes. That one, yes. I didn't actually understand <laughs> what you said. No, of course that, not. But, uh, no, yes, but they, no, yeah, they are great, they are great, but they are... Um, I don't know if they are retired now, but I don't think they are out playing as much as they once were. Uh, but no, yes, that's a good Swedish band, or so was a good Swedish band. We're, we're in the in the hotbed of uh, Swedish uh, Jewish music there between the two of you. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're not alone. So that's that's the good news. But before we get um, Talking about the, your album and, and your new release, uh, yeah. tell me about uh, your background and how you got your musical training and what got you interested in, in Jewish and Yiddish music. <laughs> this is all a very sort of, um, my story is so um, unlike anyone else, actually, because I'm from the north of Sweden, um, from a small town called Hennesand, and you would wouldn't have heard of it and um, I haven't got any Jewish background um, not that I know of anyway so I um, 
I'm born and raised up in Hanusand in uh, Sweden, and then both my parents uh, are musicians, but they're classically trained. And I've always, of course, been interested in music and uh, musical theater, <laughs> um, which I saw quite a lot of as a young child. Um, so when I uh, decided to move from Hanusand, I wanted to go to train musical theater. So I did this uh, down in the south of Sweden, a town called Gothenburg, a large town, a bigger town. Göteborg. And Yes, exactly. Good, yes. <laughs> good. That you pronounced very well. <laughs> I had 40 years to practice that one. Yeah. Um, and after those uh, three years of musical theatre uh, in Gothenburg, I went over to London to, to, to study one year um, additional musical theatre. So actually, I've just done like musical theatre, musical theatre for a very sort of big part of my life. But... Um, and I thought so much about this because I'm not really sure why I um, never really felt at home uh, in the musical theatre scene. I think it's because since I'm from a very sort of uh, my, my, both my parents are musicians and I'm very I'm very uh, used to you know this freedom um, with music that you can sort of write your own music and you can decide how you want to sing something it and musical theater is very very strict um stand there you're a tree or something and you look like this and then you have to sound like this and you know it's very sort of everything is so um pre-decided if you right. see the, what the i mean the approach is similar to that of classical music yeah 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 it, it is it, has to it be is performed and it's always the exact like a same direct, every time uh, Exactly, and there's no, it's no, not really any uh, room for, like, to be an artist yourself and to be able to create new sounds or whatever you wish to do. Um, so during, I think it was my third year or something here in Sweden at the musical theatre school, I um, uh, came, I, I went actually to a concert and it was a, it was a klezmer concert, but I didn't know what I was going to see. It was um, it was uh, just some musicians who who made one concert um, as for a school. Uh, it was like a school project, so it wasn't really actual band. They just uh, put together some musicians for this project, and I had friends there, so I went to see it, and I. Just absolutely loved it. <laughs> that, that, just, that's a common reaction, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it 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 was it was the best thing I think I've ever heard, and it was unlike anything I've ed- ever heard before. Um, and I underst- I didn't understand a word because there was a s- uh, singer there, and she song- uh, sang a few songs in Yiddish, and I didn't understand anything. But I was so um, like mesmerized by. Um, by, by this music, and I just, uh, yeah, it's it's a very, um, like, powerful and, and uh, yeah, memory of this, because I, I, I really, I remember I, I was, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I, I, I said to myself, I need to try this, because, and it sounds like very, very um, sort of self- confident but I, I said to myself I think I can do this better <laughs> and I need to try this because I, I felt like I, it was something I could yeah I could do 
strangely enough. Of course. So how did you go about learning this stuff then? Well, then, you know, it was a long journey. Um, from this concert, of course, it took me years. Uh, then sort of slowly to... Um, I, I went actually over to London again and again and again, <laughs> four times, to, to a school uh, called Jewish Music Institute. I'm sure you heard of it. It's a part of the a London University, and they have summer courses in of Yiddish. Course. And in, yeah. Um, and that was the closest I could find. And since I knew I could understand English, I thought, well, I'll go there. So I started one summer course, and then um, I came back four t- three times more. I've been there four times altogether. Um, but, but during these years, I've um, I've like tried to to sing Yiddish a bit for myself at home, and perhaps with some some different musicians, but not like seriously. Um, but I've perhaps you know had a cafe gig um sung some songs at a bar mitzvah or something but nothing um really properly <laughs> uh, but during these uh, courses um at the jewish music institute um i really became more and more serious with my with my yiddish singing and uh, also felt very strongly that i had something to 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 give, <laughs> um, like a new perspective. Since I hadn't uh, been brought up with this music or anything, I, I felt I had something new and fresh to add, if that makes any sense <laughs> to this. Yes, of course. Mm. So, so uh, yeah, so, so I... I, I I can't really remember exactly what year it was, but uh, when I moved... I ended up here in Malmö, where I'm currently living, and then I uh, met the musicians that I'm now sort of permanently playing with. Um, and I, I remember we, we we wanted from the beginning to, to not sort of just use the most common uh, klezmer instruments. Um, so we used, we, we decided we want to have uh, quite a lot of strings. So, so uh, we have a violin and a cello and a double bass, uh, three amazing girls who, who are absolutely wonderful. And then um, I play together with a accordionist. And also I have uh, my, actually my little brother <laughs> who, who I've, uh, during the years, Sort of pushed into playing Yiddish songs as well, uh, and he's um, uh, playing the guitar and the piano. So, so, but 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 this is sort of it's difficult to say when exactly something happened because it was during a long period of time that my interest sort of just increased. And uh, now, did your did your band have any background in the music, or did they have to uh, research and learn the style? Uh, um, well. It was. Um, it was. Uh, we, we're, we're quite a mixed band. Um, so we've we've got two of them: um, the accordionist and the violinist. They have really a lot of um, experience with klezmer music, and they've played in several klezmer bands and everything all around the world. <laughs> 
Um, so they were very familiar with the style. Um, then we had the uh, double bass. She's um, classically trained. Um, so everything was very new for her, but um, it's also very nice because then she can add extra things like very sort of, she's very good with um, playing bass with a bow, which, which not you've, you don't really find like in the jazz world or anything like that. And then we had like a, the, the um, cellist, the girl who plays the cello, she, she's just like a multi-musician, plays um, like a chameleon, <laughs> plays a bit of everything. Um, and then, of course, my brother, he's actually mostly been playing pop music, uh, Swedish pop music. And then I gradually got him more and more interested. So, no, actually only two of them were were properly trained, so to say. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. So let's talk a little bit about the album, which eh? I cannot pronounce properly anyway. A far blondinke. blondinke. Exactly. That's what I was yes. trying to say. <laughs> I couldn't pronounce it either in the beginning, but, but I've, I've learned how to now. now is, is that a Yiddish phrase or a Swedish phrase? No, that's a Yiddish phrase. Okay. It's a Yiddish phrase. But um, yeah, I still I still stumble across some of the Yiddish words, of course, now, <laughs> since I've learned it like uh, in all, grown all, years. Yes, of course. The, now, all the uh, the songs on this are were they existing, or did you write some original tunes? Um, some are newly written for that album. Um, Hmm, I should remember now perhaps how many, <laughs> but uh, I think I have one, two, three, four, <laughs> four, four or five, perhaps uh, completely new tunes um, on there. And then um, the rest of them are, yeah, are, are traditional songs or old songs uh, or um, that we've um, yeah, developed into our own. Right. Mm. So what was the uh, the spark to get you to write the new songs in Yiddish? Um, well, I I sometimes feel, when, when I look through, you know, all of these uh, Yiddish songbooks, um, and I've got quite a few, um, of course, here at home, and... Um, I feel sometimes that even though the songs are, they might, might, they may very well be very nice and uh, beautiful tunes, but the topics sometimes feel very much like, um, um, <laughs> they feel very old, like, oh, we haven't got enough potatoes, like these types of topics, because they were written so, so long ago and, you know, they, they were from another, another time. Um, and today we have completely different um, yes, today, problems. Today we don't have enough herring. No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but you see, you see what I mean. It's like it's like a, a lot of the songs. Um, when, ooh, how you know? It's it's very, um, yeah. It's 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 a bit dated sometimes. The today, topics today and, the internet was out for two hours. Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. Yeah, today's problems. But, but, 
So, yeah, so, no, so, so what topics have you uh, tackled in, 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 the, in your new songs? <laughs> what are the problems well, that the uh, Yiddish people are facing today? Well, the, the one what, the one song um, um, that I felt very strongly about was actually um, uh, uh, I found the text. It was a children's poem originally, but I thought it was sort of very suited this song very nicely because. Um, it's about how it feels to come uh, like an immigrant from one country um, uh, to a place you've never seen before and how you are greeted when you actually get there. Because, you know, I don't know what the situation is for you, but here in Sweden, that's been, you know, the, we've had a lot of um, refugees uh, from, from different countries the last few years. And it's like been... Uh, a very, a very um, yeah, strong debate or, um, here in this country. Uh, yes, of course. How we should tackle this problem. Hasn't and, had a lot of immigration mm. previously. No, in large exactly. Numbers anyway. and, yeah, and it, yeah, exactly. And and and, and, come, and a large group of people came very uh, suddenly. So we went from sort of zero to thousand, like just in, uh, overnight. So um, this was a very, very um, um, a, a topic I felt very strongly about, and and then I found this uh, children's poems that, in a very easy way, in one in one sense, describes how it is to you know, like a travel on boat, um, and you don't know really where you are going to end up, and then you're you you. you you reach a shore and you step off, and um, and then how are you greeted? And in this song, of course, <laughs> a person said, "You need a home. Welcome. You've 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 come home," um, because um, yeah, of course, that's that's my my personal feeling. How we should sort of treat the refugees. So, so for for instance, I thought that was something that was very uh, relevant for for Sweden anyway today. Um, and the other songs, well, there's actually three instrumental new new newly written ones. So, <laughs> there's um, but the other one, uh, the newly written one, it was also a poem uh, by Avram Sutskiver. I'm sure uh, many of you know of him, a very famous Yiddish poet. And it was just a poem I loved, so I so I asked for f- permission to um, write music to it, and I and I was granted this permission, uh, so yes. Wonderful. I was very happy about that, yeah. Mm. Yes, well, I, I love, uh, you know, all the songs on the album, and, and some of the traditional ones are... are uh, Wonderful. The, the Hamisher Bulgar is, uh, yeah, is always a favorite. Yeah. Um, mm. And then your original songs as well, because it, it, it does bring a fresh perspective to the music. And it's, you know, and the style mm. is still there. So it's, it's really, you know, very well done. Sometimes from freedom, I'm 
Thank you so much. I'm very happy, happy you liked it <laughs> all the way over, <laughs> over yes, there. Yes, yes. And, so, and then tell me about the, the new uh, song that you've just posted. What's, uh, what, the, how did that come yes. about? Um, Which I also uh, can't pronounce. Yes, no, um, it, it's, it's, um, it's a, a new single we just released, and it has actually also a very strange background story or... Uh, unusual background story because um, I was invited to join a a new Swedish TV show um, and this is sort of very actually very new here as well because never before in history, Swedish history has a Yiddish band or a Yiddish singer been invited to sort of take part in the more sort of commercial um, uh, like uh, TV shows and stuff like that, never. Um, but but they invited me to to be in a show, me and my band, where we got to uh, interpret a um, very f- famous big Swedish pop hit. Um, and this hit is called It Takes a Fool to Remain Sane. And it was a big, big, big monster hit here in Sweden. But several years ago, um, I remember it from, well, I think it was the beginning of, uh, I don't know, 2001, 2000, yeah, something like that. So many years ago. Just to give credit, what was the original band that that, uh, released that song? Ah, yes. They were called The Ark or The Ark. Um, And it was a Swedish band. but I know that in Europe, anyway, they, they were quite big in different parts of Europe. But in Sweden, this was like a, yeah, the, you know, Grammys, award-winning, blah, blah, blah. Right, sure. <laughs> so, so, so um, but this TV show, we got to um, um, meet 
this band, The Ark, and um, they gave us this song to interpret in Yiddish just in a few days' time. So the film team, like, filmed the creative process where we, you know, in the rehearsal space, we were going crazy because it was so difficult to transform a really sort of uh, stylish pop song into somewhat more Yiddish-like song, but still make it um, interesting for the people today to listen to. Um, So... The film team uh, followed this journey and it was a really intense like period of time where we weren't even sure if we were going to make like be able to do it because because it was so difficult. Um I had my wonderful little Yiddish crew around me because since I'm I'm not fluent in Yiddish, um I have my mentors that help me with you know difficult words and stuff like that. So Together, we we actually pulled through and <laughs> made a song that instantly became very, very popular here in Sweden, um, to our big surprise, but big joy. Um, so this was only broadcasted, this TV show, now in the beginning of October, but already uh, this song that we released, it's been played more than all our other songs together combined like um and we really from 2012 so it's in just like a few days it was like rocketed up on the on the charts and it was really really um for us like a yiddish band it was a big big surprise um that's wonderful so now Yeah, so now the people of Sweden are going around and I get like these um, emails and questions. Oh, I would like to start to sing in Yiddish. Ah, you know, people are getting very interested in the genre, which is really, really, yeah, super, <laughs> super cool and super strange. Unexpected, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> As a Yiddish singer, you never really expect to become uh, famous, like in 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 that you know pop sense, really. Um, not not here anyway, uh, because there's so few Yiddish speakers. Um, so so that's sort of the story of the song, the strange and true story of the song. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, I, I, I see a, a long touring uh, schedule ahead of you, and and more television appearances and. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm hoping. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. Hopefully, yes. One of them, you have a North American tour and uh, the whole, the whole. You go to New York and Toronto and all of that. I mean, we. I'm I'm hoping that someone who listens to this uh, <laughs> podcast can help us because we've never been to US and we would love, of course, to come. But you know, it's it's um, yeah. We have to be invited. Yes, Someone, yes. please invite us. <laughs> well, <I'm, laughs> invite I'm, the crazy Swedish band. I'm sure someone will certainly invite you. Um, <laughs> well, and, well here, here's a different question for you. Have, have you reverse translated any Yiddish songs into Swedish? No, I haven't. No, but that's a good, that's a really good question. I should do that. I should try to do that anyway. The outcome would be really interesting. No, but you you said something good there. Um, I'll try. 
next time we speak, maybe. Maybe right. I have. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll give you a task, and your task will be to yeah. some, some Swedish klezmer music. <laughs> that would be really interesting. Oh, it's a good idea. <laughs> Very good. Well, well, we'll leave it at that. So um, if people would like to uh, find out more about you and, and uh, find where to uh, purchase your music, uh, where, where would they go? Um, they can visit our uh, website, um, and that's my name, uh, com. Um, and there you can sort of find different links to buy um, our CDs or, yeah. Also find this new song uh, as a free download on the website right now. And, um, of course, we have a Facebook <laughs> and uh, uh, Instagram as well. Um, and it's also then uh, my name, Louisa Line, Un Digi Dice Capelle, and that's my band. Wonderful. Uh, let's see. Uh, anything else you'd like to mention that I didn't ask you about? Oh, uh, no, no. I can't <laughs> really think of anything right now. No, it's just uh, nice to have been able to have this chat with you. And, yeah, thank you for having me. Very good. All right. Louisa Line and the Yiddish uh, Capella. Yes, good, yeah. Perfect. Very good. The Yiddish-Swedish connection in Malmö. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, taking the time. And, uh, thank you. Continued success with your music. And, and uh, we're waiting for the, the new song to take the rest of the world by storm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Thank you. Ich 
This is Tamir Muscat from Balkan Beatbox, and you are listening to ClazmerPodcast.com. All right, I'm back. That was my interview with Louisa Line. And we heard Snem Danar, her new single, and we heard Hamisher Bulgar from the album uh, from Blanjica Blanjinka. So uh, that's about it for Klesmer Podcast 134. Again, the website is klesmerpodcast.com, and you can write to me at keith at klesmerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed. Tell your friends. And until next time, bye for now.